In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 15th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles. The Atlanta Falcons went down to a 20-17 defeat yesterday to the Miami Dolphins in a very disturbing game. The Falcons had a 17-0 lead at halftime and then collapsed in the second half. Giving up 20 unanswered points to Jay Cutler and the Miami Dolphins. The Falcons are now 3-2 and two and getting ready to head up to New England to face the Patriots in a rematch of the Super Bowl. Here we got some Jake Matthews from the locker room discussing what happened in the game. We got a really good team. We have a lot of good players. I'm very, very confident about that. So I know that you know, this week we're going we're gonna to practice even harder and, and get even better to Go out and win next week. Jake, can you pinpoint what happened in the turn of the second half? You guys were clicking so well at the start and then kind of cooled off. Yeah, you know, like you said, the, the first half, I, you know, we, we were executing well. We, you know, breaking big lines and um, we were doing what we needed to do. But the second half, you know, it was you know, one guy here, one guy there. Um, you know, like I said, it takes takes 11 guys to get it done every play. If one guy's off, it's going to screw it up. So um, we just got to execute better, you know. We take a lot of pride in the way we prepare and play, and um, we started well, but we didn't finish. No, no panic. I know the guys are upset. I'm upset, but um, we got we got a really good group of, group of guys, and we're going to go back to work and be even more ready next week. Do you think looking back, the off week maybe uh, didn't help you at all? Maybe too lax. I mean. Well, there it is, Jake Matthews discussing the loss yesterday to the Dolphins. I think we're going to title this podcast, The Super Bowl Hangover is Real. The Falcons have uh, denied it. They've moved on. They discussed how they collapsed in the Super Bowl last year. But, you know, in the second halves of five games this year, the Falcons have been outscored 72 to 50. 72 to 40, I'm sorry, and I credit Mark Bradley for looking up that stat. Our columnist who discusses this in his uh, column. But hey, if they keep uh, doing the same thing over and over, you know, that's a, that's a trend. They lost, you know, in the Super Bowl, giving up 31 points. Unanswered points over the final 17 minutes and six seconds of regulation and overtime. If it keeps happening, it's a trend. So, and it's carried over into this season. The Falcons have been blowing second half leads and being outscored 72 to 40. And we have to find out why. One of the reasons is uh, they're getting out adjusted. Uh, you know, halftime against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins came back and adjusted to the Falcons. They shut down the run. They took away the running game uh, the Falcons were leaning on. They had rushed for 82 yards in the first half. 
And then in the second half, they only rushed for 18. When they needed to run clock, get first downs, power the ball at the Dolphins, they couldn't do it. And then the disaster happens at the end where they're trying to drive in for the score. Ball gets stripped off of tight end Austin Hooper by Cordery Tankersley. Pops it up in the air. And Rashard Jones, the safety from Atlanta, Booker T. Washington High, University of Georgia, picks it off, ends the game. Dolphins, Dolphins win. Falcons go home. Losers. So, you know, in the second half, they, they couldn't adjust. The defense, Ricardo Allen said the defense came out flat, even though they, uh, you know, they had a lead. They were playing with a lead. They got discouraged after a bad play. Uh, Grady Jarrett had a late hit on the quarterback. Deion Jones had an interception on that play. They were off the field. Instead of putting their foot down and getting the Dolphins out of there, they let them score a touchdown. And then it was just a matter of the Dolphins and Jay Cutler getting into field position two two times uh, for two additional field goals. So uh, the adjustments are not being made. Uh, you know, the results certainly say that. The Falcons do have two first-year coordinators. They moved Steve Sarkeesian upstairs to the booth. I don't know if they're going to move him back downstairs after this one, but um, that was at Coach Dan Quinn's request. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But they need to do a little bit better in their halftime adjustments. Well, you know, it, it was a tough one for Austin Hooper. The Falcons are trying to lean on him a little bit more in this game uh, with Muhammad Sanu out with a um, with his hamstring injury. And, uh, you know, he did pretty good. He was having a decent game. I think it was 7 for 48. But, you know, you got to be big with the game on the line. You got to take care of that ball and um, hold that ball. Get it in, get bigger, get your hands to it, wrap it up, hold on to it, flip that guy off of you. Uh, granted, he was a smaller, quicker corner. You got to be able to outmuscle that guy. So um, that was one thing, uh, you know, feel kind of bad. He, he, Hooper didn't handle it well in the locker room. He was kind of frustrated, talked about he had to take a shower uh, when I tried to talk to him. And then, uh, I was like, well, you're going to come back and talk about the last play. He's like, I'm taking a shower. And then later he told uh, the other guys that, hey, you know, I'm not ready right now. I'm going to call my mom. And then he came back in there, and then we just kind of left him alone. Uh, you know, we'll try to see if he wants to talk today. Uh, you know, Grady Jarrett was fine. He talked about his late hit. Uh, different guys handle pressure differently and uh, have been trained differently nowadays to – you know, how to deal with the media. Uh, some of them aren't, you know, very good at it, but uh, perhaps he'll be able to handle it today. We'll try to make a run back at him during the open locker room at 2 p.m. today. Just on one of the defensive highlights here, well, I guess maybe not so much a highlight, but the uh, Falcons had a streak of 19 games with a sack. They didn't have a sack against the Dolphins, but, you know, that was hard to get to Jay Cutler. They did get two quarterback hits on him, and they did have seven pass deflections. So uh, it was a different type of pass rush game, and uh, uh, got to give the defensive line some credit for getting those seven uh, balls batted down. Looks like uh, Don Terry Poe had two, 
Devondre Campbell had two. Deion Jones won. Robert Alford won. And Brian Poole won. So the Falcons will try to put it back together here before they go up to New England and uh, face the Patriots who pulled out a squeaker against the Jets. Um, it was a controversial call. But before we close, we're going to give you a little Julio Jones one on one in the locker room yesterday. Um, just find ways to, you know, just get the ball down the field. And uh, did, did Coach talk about, uh, you know, how tough this one was or how do y'all, you know, after having the lead, losing to, you know, Jay Culler and how do y'all try to put it back together? Um, I mean, hats off to them today. You know, they was the better team. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on us. You know, this is a player-led team. You know, um, we got to find ways to win games and um, finish games. Um, the coaches, they did their job for us. Uh, they put us in great situations. Um, as players, we just, like, just got to go out there and finish the game. Was there any difference with uh, Sarkeesian being upstairs and, uh, you know, sitting the plays? And was that, it looked like it started off pretty good for you guys. Like I said, you know, the running game was, you know, it started out good for us. You know, they was giving us the running game early on. They were trying to take the uh, receivers and the passing game away early. And then, you know, second half, they just switched it up on us and, you know, um, they just kept everything in front of them. They kind of rushed forward, blitzed here and there, gave some pressures. And um, just dropping seven guys and, you know, six guys and stuff like that, just keeping everything in front of them and just, you know, just trying to make tackles. Thanks, Julio. You guys have always had a way of fun. Well, there you have it, Julio Jones discussing what happened to the offense against the Miami Dolphins. The Falcons will have to regroup fast. They play on Sunday night football against the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. They're 3-2. and two. Nobody's running away with anything here early in the season, but their problems of adjusting at the halftime must get corrected. With the final thought here, we'll see how the defense moves forward, too. Uh, Vic Beasley uh, was back for his first game after uh, his hamstring injury. Uh, and, uh, you know, he felt he played well, but uh, it wasn't quite 100%. So we'll monitor that. We'll see if they get Mohamed Sanu back uh, this week. But, yeah, the Falcons are 3-2, and two, getting ready to head up to New England to face the Patriots and Tom Brady. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 15th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We'd like to thank you all for downloading and subscribing to the podcast. Take care and have a great week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.